Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Now today is just me again. Uh, I thought I'm going to start with a new series uh, called Getting Started With. Now I, in this uh, vacation, I've uh, started a lot of things. I've joined a lot of classes. I've uh, dabbled my feet in a lot of uh, different pursuits. And today we're going to talk about one of them, uh, that being cycling. In fact, this is a pursuit that I started about last year. Not just me, in fact. I think it was a lot of people in the world, worldwide, in fact, yeah. Uh, people took to cycling really, really well. And a lot of uh, people, uh, even in India, dare I say, uh, picked up cycling as well. Now, it can be a bit confusing, a bit daunting. Friends of mine have, uh, they've got a lot of questions about what, how do you go about it? What do you need? What kind of a cycle do you need? A whole bunch of questions. And... I had these questions as well when I started and uh, let me uh, tell you, I think, I, I believe I've come out on the other side, learning a few lessons, making a few mistakes and here I am to talk about them and uh, hopefully clearing some of the doubts on the way. Now, what what really got me to cycling was, uh, I used to be a runner, there I say I've done a significant amount of running, I've, got, I've run in a few events, uh, 10Ks, I've done one half marathon, I mean I know my CV isn't that uh, spectacular as some of you out there but uh, I found cycling to be a lot easier I mean I, I remember I would come back from a run and I would be totally spent you know I, I couldn't function after that my legs would hurt my knees would hurt I would have to after a long run uh, I would have to like slow down a bit for a few days calm down recover and uh, then get back at it again and uh, I tell you what, running is a different beast altogether. I mean, I've been playing tennis for almost, uh, I mean, a while. I mean, I'm in a decent shape, but I hit the treadmill, I think it was two weeks ago, and I I, I was I was uh, taken for a ride, to be honest. So running is a different beast altogether, but I found cycling to be a lot easier. It's a lot, it's a, it's, a, it's something you can do for a very long time. You can go easily on a, on a bike for like two to three hours come back and still function as a human being and it's easier on the joints we all know that and uh, dare i say it's more fun i don't know running gives you that runner's high of course of an instant uh boost on your dopamine levels but uh cycling does that too of course if you push it push your limits to uh, very uh, you know extreme limits not even extreme i mean uh, dare i say if you just stick around for a while so yeah, we we uh, I used to I had a flatmate and he left his bicycle when he moved out. He it was just here and I was just it was just sitting in the in the quarters and I figured I would just uh, get the tires pumped up and take it for a spin and I quite liked it. And at first it was just uh, an exercise and exploring like what all is around uh, the area just to get a feel of the area just to see, get a feel of the roads because of course living in India that's the first thing you think about. I mean road safety because people drive like maniacs here. They still do, but uh, anyway we'll come to that. So. It started off as like a leisure activity, something you do in the evening just to get out there. And I found, I discovered a lot of interesting places around my, uh, the place where I live. I found a drive-in theater. I found a Yonix Badminton Academy. I found, uh, a, 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 what do you call it? A sports club, right? Right uh, within like a, a two kilometer radius of my house. And that was fantastic. I had no idea. And uh, that takes me back to, uh, you know, when we were kids, like the, we would just take out our bikes and explore. Okay, where does this road go? Where does that go? And yeah, I hadn't done that in a while. And I found that very uh, interesting, very, uh, I quite liked it. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously after that, uh, you do tend to want to go further, go faster. And then that's when that bike sort of had its uh, limitations. It was it was a B-twin uh, city bike that you can find it in uh, Decathlon, non-geared, pretty basic, nothing, nothing to it. 
uh what really set me off with that bike was the the brakes like the brake calipers were not they were they weren't they weren't uh, they weren't hinged on a central point so they would kind of move around and i could always feel that after i apply the brakes once i could feel that the calipers are in fact touching the cycle and i can't get that speed uh, that i want uh so it wasn't a good fit i really wanted to cover longer distances i don't think it was a reliable bike plus the frame was a lot smaller for my height so i i got rid of that and uh I started looking into uh, purchasing another cycle for myself a decent uh, bicycle which can in fact take the uh, you know take me on longer rides and stuff so I went to a proper bike uh, shop it was a good that was a good decision in hindsight because obviously you do get a lot of uh, bicycles online and you can just order stuff and they'll deliver it to you and uh, you can either assemble it yourself or they'll do it for you but there was a good decision to go to a store and actually get a feel of the bike that i bought because there are a lot of things which uh, they don't tell you uh the distance between the seat and the handlebar is is critical the the width of the handlebar is critical trust me i i tested some three or four bikes and i could feel the difference like some of them had really wide handlebars i didn't feel that comfortable in them you know and uh, finally i i picked a bike this was by a, a company called a brand called phantom f a n t o m phantom bikes uh yeah i mean you probably not uh, it's not that popular to to be honest in india you get a lot of firefox you get a lot of uh, trek some frog bikes some uh, 91 bike that's another brand but the, the thing is with these uh, manufacturers they make pretty much make the frame of the bike and the tires probably are theirs or they're uh, after someone else's the gears or and the chain drive is almost always some other company it's in my case it's shimano and shimano is obviously something we've heard of since the days of uh, ranger swing who remembers ranger swing that was that was such a cool looking bike anyway So yeah that got me uh, started and I I uh, test drove it myself and I f- I thought okay this is a good fit and I thought I'll uh, you know I'll purchase it. Now that bike set me back by about 24000 bucks there are of course cheaper options available. I do recommend uh, looking past Decathlon. I mean Decathlon has some very very basic bikes and trust me if you want to take up cycling might want to loosen up those purse strings a little bit. See what else is out there. Go visit a proper bike store. I don't recommend going uh, uh you know like at towards the high end right from the start get a feel of the bike first I mean of course uh, these bikes go as high as uh, uh, some of them go as like 9 lakh rupees like these carbon fiber uh, you know triathlete bikes and stuff with crazy but I believe India does not have the roads for them I mean they even if they do it it becomes one of those things where you have to uh, load your cycle at the back of your car on that rack and drive somewhere and then use a bike on that good road and then bring it back So then uh yeah I mean you kind of compromise on the uh, the driving experience a bit if you, you can't just spontaneously pick up a bike and get out there because uh, they just not just can't handle it at least Indian roads. And uh well, yeah that was history and then uh, I I purchased the bike got it back home got rid of the old bike and uh yeah I mean it was it was fantastic now this one is a 21 uh, speed uh, bike that means it's got three gears on the crank where the feet go seven gears at the back so you got a combination of 21 gear settings now that's really critical because i remember in my old bike when uh, i was riding in the, in the roads of gurgaon um, i took it out on the gurgaon faridabad uh, expressway and uh, it has some really significant ups and downs i mean for people who have been there will understand uh, what i'm talking about but i mean there were days there were occasions where i would on a decline i was pretty much at walking pace and on the declines i was hitting like 40 kilometers an hour it's it's that big a difference 
and having a geared bike and now that i've gone back on that road on my new cycle it's a total game changer it's absolutely fantastic you stick it in gear one and one you ride it you pedal you get there the cycle moves and you don't feel like you're killing yourself in the process so it's it's a game changer i would say if you live in a city which has relatively flat roads maybe you could get away with it if you're a if you're a cyclist who's there for to do your daily 5 to 10 kilometers nothing more than that you could get away with the with a non geared cycle i i leave that up to you but i would personally recommend spend a little extra get those gears in your bike they do make a lot of difference and i was i mean i was skeptical about gears because prior to this i never owned a, a geared bike but you get the hang of it it's not that difficult it's just pushing and pulling a few things here and there on your left and right side of the handlebar not that complicated and once you get the hang of it you will basically thank yourself for uh, making the right decision now uh, the frame itself uh, is it's again it's very critical they come in different sizes 23 inches 27 inches depends like i said before please go to a store try it out for yourself do not go by the internet the internet gives you statistics oh if you this tall this is the frame that you want if you this tall this is the frame that you want i mean it's a rough guide but it it can mislead you i would say just please pick up pick up yourself go to a store do it right and then um, you'll thank yourself later it's perfect i would i would suggest and then this is this goes to every major purchase that you make spend a little extra if you have to but get it right the first time there's no need to buy two different things you know you don't know don't buy end up buying two cycles or don't end up buying two phones do your research go to the store check it out get one bike that is good to go All right, now that we've got that sorted out, the next thing is the seat. Now we're going to talk about some add-ons that you need on your on your bike. Now seats these days come pretty uh, standard. It's a very non-cushiony, hard and uh, I don't know what material that is, rubbery PVC, nitrile rubber, I don't know. Kind of a seat, but it's not that comfortable. You will develop a pain Uh, in your seating area if you uh, go for those longer drives i certainly did i got adventurous one day and i drove 50 kilometers and i'm um, a boy oh boy i couldn't walk after that for the next two days you might want to look at cushioning your seat there are uh, these uh, seats which are available in those bike shops they have uh, like a gel kind of a pattern a feel to it think of those microfiber uh, what do you call them bean bag chairs you know they kind of feel like that so it's kind of it cushions the, uh, the, the seat a bit makes the ride more comfortable and you can easily go on for longer rides in addition to that i would recommend um, bike shorts now you have a lot of bike shorts available on amazon they are padded as well now they will make it even even better and uh, yeah i think that's that's definitely a requirement if you're going to go for longer distances for shorter distances 5 10 kilometers a day yeah you could get past it you could get by it not a problem i leave that to you but it's definitely a uh, something you need to look into um you know uh, when you're getting yourself a bike no okay now that you've got all of that uh, sorted you're out on the road now the first thing i would recommend is safety buy yourself a helmet i know it kind of looks ridiculous the bike helmets look weird please get one helmet it's it's a it's a lifesaver i mean there's a no brainer i mean trust me i've been on the roads in gurgaon and delhi the the people on the road are lunatics the number of times i've seen truck drivers driving on the wrong side and i have to give them way because well, what are you going to do can't help it it's just how it is people just cut across their cars bikes uh, cattle sometimes you need a helmet you know you never know when you're going to need it uh further upgrade would be elbow guards knee guards but uh 
I would say if you can handle a few bruises, a few cuts, uh, you could get away with it. I mean, I, I don't use elbow guards or knee guards. I, I just wear a helmet and you know, get out there. That's up to you. But uh, do look into safety seriously. I mean, there's uh, Indian roads are notorious for uh, bad driving from uh, other people. I remember there's something my dad told me, like when, when you drive, you have to take care of your own life and the life of the person in front of you because he's not going to care. He's not going to care about it. He's going to drive like a lunatic and it's up to you to save his life as well. So that kind of stuck with me. Now I kind of I feel that when I'm on my cycle as well. People drive like lunatics. You kind of have to take care of your own safety. You can't trust the other person to do his bit. That's just the way it is. Okay, now let's talk about stuff that you have to wear and carry. Now, like I said, padded shorts, bike shorts, they will, uh, they're quite they're a game changer. Again, for longer distances, they will help you out a bit, quite a bit. Uh, on top, I would recommend something uh, like a sports t-shirt, like a dry fit, uh, Adidas, uh, what do you call Climb or chill, one of those things. If it's uh, the summer, you, you do tend to sweat a lot on the bike. So keep yourself cool, keep yourself, uh, you know, light, something light. Uh, and in the winters, because of the wind chill, I know Delhi winters get really cold. Maybe, an, uh, you know, uh, an undershirt, a t-shirt and a jacket on top. That's up to you. You'll figure it out. See what works. It's not uh, one solution doesn't fit for everybody. Just see what works for you. And uh, yeah, just work with that. And uh, in terms of carrying stuff, now again, this is very critical. If you're if you're on a long bike ride and you get yourself a puncture, you're in trouble. So carry some spare parts. You get a, I have purchased a decent uh, Amazon, uh, from Amazon, uh, a puncture repair kit. It cost me like 300 bucks or something. You can go for a higher end as well. It's quite, That'll cost you about 600 bucks. That comes with a puncture repair kit and a hand pump as well to uh, to pump up your tires once you're done fixing your puncture. Uh, I think it's pretty decent and it's got Velcro tapes. It kind of tapes itself under the crossbar and you can just, it just dangles there and it's pretty decent. So you can just, uh, you can fix your bike if you get, find yourself in trouble. That's, uh, I think that's critical. That's very important. I remember at one point I, I, I reached the airport and I was 25 kilometers away and then suddenly the thought hit me like, okay, if something goes wrong now, I'm going to have to walk back. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a daunting thought. And trust me, self-reliance in this case is the best solution. you got to have your own kit. It's not that complicated to fix a puncture. I mean, obviously, as kids, we've probably seen it or done it or experienced a puncture on our cycles. And I, I, it's not that difficult, to be honest. And if you do have your doubts, uh, look up YouTube, look up anywhere, ask uh, your local bike guy how to do it. It's pretty decent, pretty standard. Uh, what I do is I have a puncture kit, like I said, and I have, uh, it's, this is a, a, a manual uh, hand pump that I purchased to pump up my tires. I carried in a backpack. That's another thing you might want to look into. Uh, in addition to that, there are certain uh, carriers that you can mount on your handles, on your crossbar. On the on the saddle in the back, if you have a saddle, uh, nutrition is key in this case. You do you will get spent after cycling for like an hour, two hours. You need hydration. You need electrolytes. You need water. Carry uh, certain uh, like you know these fasten up gels. Maybe the energy boosts. Uh, they're, they give you an instant boost of energy. Some yoga bars are pretty decent. Maybe a banana in there. Uh, carry a lot of water. I carry two bottles, and one of them is I mix up some electrolytes in there. And uh, yeah, you're good to go after that. And even if you do find yourself exhausted, just pull over somewhere, sit down, have a breather, drink some water, have some snacks, and you'll be good to go again. And uh, in terms of other gadgets, I would say 
safety wise you need reflectors you need probably a bell although nobody listens to a bell on a cycle i guess it's just one of those novelty items now get yourself a nice uh, headlamp uh, you can mount it on your handlebars or get one that you wear on your forehead that could work get reflectors on your back as well maybe a light that shines uh, like a red light on the back of your seat that also works and yeah i think that's about it if you really want to get into the numbers get yourself uh, i mean most smart watches come with trackers now you can track your speed track your average speed track your splits track your heart rate your uh, odometer all of this stuff is available if you don't want that on your watch if you don't want to keep checking your watch uh, there are uh, mounts available which mount your handlebar they are gps enabled they will track your speed they'll give you a proper odometer reading of your uh, length of your ride the the tech the tech available is is just ridiculous but mind you the more stuff you mount on your bike the heavier it's going to get the more the slower it's going to get the more energy you're going to have to spend to get it that further it's just this just how it is i mean think of formula 1 when you, you you fill up a car completely with fuel you end up making the car heavier so it becomes a bit slower there so that's it that's the compromise you have to make on you got to figure out what you need and what you want and what you can do without because in the end it's your call it's your you're the one who's going to be pushing those pedals you know and uh, yeah that's about it now coming to bicycle maintenance now it's very key it's critical i mean it's they've got very few moving parts it's just the crank and the gears and the the chain that is uh, the moving parts maybe uh, the handlebar bearings a bit over there but nothing really goes it's nicely sealed uh the chain is in fact uh, exposed it's the most exposed part and i did i remember i did one ride in the rain and it kind of like uh, got a bit rusty when i got back and the, the bike had dried up after that so get yourself a nice lubricant uh you get these uh, spray cans of uh, grease and lubricant oil on uh, amazon it's pretty decent it's for chains it's for gears uh just find yourself anyone you can't go really go wrong there just spray some grease there get it nice and oiled up and trust me i've done, i've seen some videos i've done some research of a rusty chain versus a nicely oiled up chain and it shows that you do in fact save a lot of power uh power that's coming from you in fact and you save a lot of that power and your bike tends to go faster so that's a big plus side up on the other side keep your bike clean i mean nobody likes a dirty bike the, the i mean a clean bike will perform better looks better and you feel better if you see a dirty bike you probably won't want to go near it because you have to clean it first it's just unsightly and it's uh, it's bad hygiene to be honest now again like i said before uh, you'll be tempted to go on um, expensive bikes a lot of big brands like pinarello is one canyon is one i've done some research but in india i haven't really found a store i mean i'm told there's a store which sells these expensive bikes but the roads are just not there and uh, yeah i mean that's again i leave that up to you they look cool they look the high maintenance bikes they're lightweight they're fragile i would say if you you know get into a pothole you'll probably bust your tires or bend your frame a bit i'm not sure i have not experienced a it's an experience uh, expensive bike yet but i leave that to you i would recommend so what the one i bought is a hybrid bike and it's uh, it's got suspensions in the front it's got thinner tires so it can go faster so it's a hybrid it's a city bike come off roader it gets it uh, serves dual purpose and i did test it on a, on a trail just the other day just behind my house we have the arabli trails and uh, i took the bike and it's it's a tenacious road trust me it's a lot of lot of rocks or a loose gravel or a holes in the middle just unexpected stuff here and there the bike really performed quite well and i remember i was at an incline of about let's say i don't know 30 degrees at at one point 25 30 degrees and i was in uh, first and first and i just just pedaled it just went and i was surprised it was fantastic 
I mean, I reached, I remember I reached one point where the rocks were so big, I pretty much had to carry it because I knew I would break something in this case. I mean, no bike can handle that. Uh, yeah, that kind of terrain. So I had to pick it up. But again, I went, I went as deep as like 15 kilometers in that trail. And then I came back. It was fantastic. It was a good ride. And uh, yeah, talking about uh, taking long rides, I would, I would, uh, this is something that has been pointed out to me by other riders as well. It's better to do it in a group. Think if things do go wrong, you have someone else to help you out. You can rely on somebody. Again, the safety issue becomes an angle. Like right now, I'm planning a, a trip to uh, Nimrana, maybe spend a few days there and come back a few days later. That's about 83 kilometers from where I live. Now, that's going to be interesting. Now, it's that's the main highway. Now, if something does go wrong and if it's if I get delayed, if it, if it's, if it gets dark, it's a problem, to be honest. If you have company, you have that sense of security, you have each other's backs, it can work out better in that case. I looked around in uh, the, near the place where I live. There are a lot of cycling clubs, so you can join one of those maybe. They all plan uh, these bike rides. I remember there was one of these uh, groups which had a bike ride planned to Nimrana. And what they do is they hire uh, another car which drives with them. They carry the supply, so you don't have to carry it on your back. That become, makes your cycle lighter. You enjoy the ride more. They carry first aid. They carry medical oxygen. They carry all the critical stuff that you do need in case things go wrong. And they have scheduled breaks that after kilometer 50, we're going to hit a roadside uh, eatery and have some food, have some coffee, you know, freshen up, boost your energy and then uh, head back on the road again. So that's a decent, it's a planned voyage. You're just not gunning it all by yourself. Although that's fun too. I mean, I remember listeners of this podcast will hear the episode where a friend of mine did uh, cycle pretty much by himself across the length of three countries. Now that that itself is very interesting. Something I do intend to uh, take up at some point. I mean, obviously, I'm going to try locally first and then see how far I get. Yeah, so that's that's another thing. You know, you might want to look up some friends of yours. I remember I, the place where I live has a lot of cyclists and a lot of proper cyclists. I remember I came across a few of them. But uh, we are yet to form a group as such. But uh, yeah, there you have it. And lastly, I would say... Every now and then, just switch off those uh, numbers, just switch off the numbers, switch off the kilometers, switch off the timing, just switch everything off and enjoy the ride. It's it's a joyful experience to be out on the road, you know, pedaling away and watching the sun rise and the sunset. And these days it's starting to rain now. I think driving in the rain is going to be even more fantastic. So just uh, switch off your mind, just pedal at a leisurely pace, set your gears on two and five, I would say maybe, and then just, just like uh, enjoy the ride, take, on, take in the view. I mean, how many times have you just... Uh, have you done that when you're driving? You can't. You really can't take your eyes off the road, can you? But with cycling, you can. Just go on that unexplored road. Just see where this turn leads and see what goes where. You know, it's it, just explore a bit. It's The city is massive. You never know what's in there. And uh, I would recommend that. And I did that every just, just a few days ago. And it was quite nice. I did. I forgot about all the numbers, all the pace and all of that. And it was, it was very, it was a joyful experience. But there you have it, though. Those are my top tips for uh, stuff you need to think about, stuff you need to consider when you take up cycling. Do let me know if you have answered your questions. If you have some more questions, you can reach out. We have a website now. It's uh, twobrospodcast.wordpress.com. Leave us a comment there. Friends of mine who know me personally, they know where to reach me. And I am working on an Instagram page. I'm currently off social media, but if I do find the time, I will set up an Instagram page for this podcast and then you can reach us there give us a follow give us a subscribe and if you do want us to cover something let us know if you have a topic in mind that you want to talk about come reach me and we'll talk about that it's uh, a lot of friends of mine have reached out to me with decent uh, topics that we will cover in the next few days so there you have it this is episode uh, number 49 and this is episode number one in the series of how to get started with the first one is cycling and stay tuned for more see you next time